and welcome to the roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It is Tuesday, September 26th, and I'm Amanda Harris. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending September 22nd, 2023. In automotive news, the UAW strike against the Detroit legacy companies Ford Motor Company, General Motors, and Stellantis continues into a second week. The car makers have plunged billions of dollars into stock repurchases as they face soaring labor costs over the next few years. And some investors have indicated they are willing to forego those buybacks if the manufacturers pause buybacks to plan for long-term following the UAW's demands. The UAW also last week planned additional walkouts at General Motors and Solantis facilities while sparing Ford after making progress with those negotiations. In auto finance, following the Federal Reserve's decision last week to leave the benchmark interest rate unchanged at a target range of 5.25% to 5.5%, auto lenders must prepare for an extended period of elevated interest rates and the related affordability concerns. The restrictive phase is likely going to last longer than expected, prompting concerns that consumer confidence will continue to wane and demand for cars may decline. Delinquencies, too, are already above pre-pandemic levels, and if REITs take much longer to decline, credit performance is likely to continue worsening, and more consumers will hold off on large purchases. Interest rates have also played a key factor in which financiers win and lose market share in the current environment. Captive lenders in the second quarter held the largest market share of total auto financing at 29.1%, surpassing banks and credit unions on a year-over-year basis. Captives likely have gained market share on the back of incentives, which were absent for much of the past few years. Banks continue to lead in Q2 for new and used vehicle loan volume, while credit unions commanded the used market. It remains to be seen if UAW's strike might impact the return of incentives and potentially mark shifts in market share in the coming months and into the rest of the year. So we'll be keeping a close eye on that. In capital market news, USAA issued the company's first auto asset-backed securities deal since 2022, a $790 million transaction backed by Prime Auto Loans. Volkswagen, too, issued its first lease deal of the year, a $1.5 billion transaction marked by lease receivables. Carvana, too, issued a $243 million deal backed by Prime Auto Loans and marking the retailer's second auto ABS transaction so far this month, Citizens also continue to securitize AutoBook after exiting indirect auto lending in August, issuing a $1.5 billion prime auto ABS deal on September 6. Activity on the auto ABS market is strong, with Ford Credit, GM Financial, and Toyota Financial Services also issuing deals this month. Meanwhile, Carvana is shifting its focus to building positive earnings following steps to improve the retailer's liquidity position. The retailer's debt piled up after Carmona burned through $2 billion of cash in the six months ending March 31st, 2022, prompting the company to eventually restructure its debt and now focus on getting back to positive EBITDA. Steps include cutting out non-profitable sales, improving efficiency across the business, and maintaining a steady approach to grow in order to manage unit economics before returning to growth mode. That about does it for today's episode. As a reminder, you can purchase your all-access pass to the Auto Finance Summit and the Power Sports Finance Summit to attend both events, October 29th through 31st at the Bellagio in Las Vegas for 20% off. You can get your all-access pass at www.autofinance.live. 
Thanks for joining us on the roadmap and be sure to follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter and LinkedIn. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.